Um, so about two years ago, as we're telling this story, here's a little bit of the beginning of this. About two years ago, this room looked like nothing like it does today. First of all, it was empty, and so it's really good to see all of you today. Thank you for being here. Uh, it had less coffee and less donuts, and so it was a lot less engaging kind of a room, but it was also much, much more beige, um, like all beige. <laughs> it had corporate room dividers, had beige walls, and the only sign of life and like human touch was this quilt that hung on the back wall right back there that we've since relocated because if the quilt were still there, then the couches would just be nap central back in the back. And we want to distribute the nap evenly throughout the whole room here in this place. So about two years ago, uh, that's what this place was. And it's hard to even remember that that phase, the big empty room just sort of waiting to be filled. Uh, But from the beginning, what this place was filled with was a dream. Uh, Not a dream of a service or an event. It was a dream about you, about a community, about us together, a community full of energy and and hospitality, of inclusion and, and authenticity, together seeking after the heart of a God who loves us more than we can fathom. Carving out space in this life and in some way reclaiming a space in faith together. It was filled with a dream of a community that welcomes and affirms all who come. They could fill this place with love and with life and in some little way fill a little bit of our city with that love and life too. And that dream that filled this place was, was this. It was all of us brought together by a loving God who is in us and with us and within us and working through us and through our neighbor and through our world and invites us to join in that work together. No matter our doubts or questions, as we say, where we come from or who we love, to let our story join the story of love that sits at the center of everything, to be open to God and to each other. That was the dream that filled this place. Um, But it was the work of people who gathered that really began to make this dream a reality. So a little little history. When I talk about doing some work to make this a reality, I mean like real work in like real practical ways. Open began with a small dedicated team of people who showed up to do some work, to paint, uh, to wire, to cut wood, to make tables, to string a bunch of lights together, to put grommets on fabric, to make curtains. Um, We were doing this on the cheap, y'all. And to climb through old storage sheds to pull out scrap wood and the bird cages that would become our lights in the back of the room, just like you do, just all the things you do on a normal Saturday we did together. Because we were gathering in this space and going through the things left over to try to reclaim anything that we could find and pull it out and make it a part of the beauty of this place and the purpose of this place. And together we did all kinds of work together, much we did not know actually how to do, and we learned as we went along, none of it were we licensed for or insured for, really. But we wanted this place to be a place of beauty and full of life and of warmth, to tell in some way the story of, of the heart of God and the story of the community itself. And people gathered and offered of themselves to make it so. And it's the same thing with creating a community like this. We didn't actually know how to do it, but we were willing to learn. You were willing to learn and are willing to learn from each other, from the person that we meet, 
how to listen to each other, to recognize the image of God in each other, how to help each other and all of us be open to God and and to be who we were built to be. That was the work to do because we wanted this place in the same way to reclaim something, what was beautiful and full of life and empowerment about community, about a faith community. And people offered themselves to make it so. That was the dream that filled this place. And that dream comes from a deep place, a deep longing, I think, in all of us, a deep longing for a faith community that was truly open, a faith community as it should be, as open as Jesus was, as God is to all people and for all people, with all our questions and our seeking, trusting that God is seeking us with open arms. In our deepest places in us, we longed for this, because for many of us, although faith was a central part in our lives, our real lives didn't always feel at home in the center of our faith communities. If you've ever felt that way, I'm so incredibly sorry, because the heart of our God is not that. The heart of our God is a heart of love, is open to all, at work in you and for you. The heart of a God who created you and loves you and all people in the depth of your spirit and the truth of who you are. And in this place, and I think in the life of God, you are invited to come and find life and learn Maybe even learn to give life into this world as well. You belong, our God says, at the very center of it all. And so if we have to say, and as we gather in this place, the word open a thousand times every week, like we kind of do around here, to make it so, then we will, because we're going to try our very best to live a life that reflects that as well. So all of us in this room kind of dreamed this dream. We were drawn to it because we believe and we've experienced that this isn't just our dream. This is God's dream too. Uh, I think God has a dream that people would gather together in love and respect to care for each other and for this world, to gather in the way of Jesus united around love, to be ambassadors of love and life and reconciliation in this world, Uh, to be a part of that divine work of creating spaces in this world where all people belong, where all people know their sacred worth and all would be welcome no matter what. The life that we've seen growing in this community and through each other, the the life that flows out in song and story and community and laughter and life and care and cultivation, that life that flows makes me believe that I think God is dreaming this far before us. But far before we even get there, God has been and is working in and through and around us and with us and for us and before us to make it happen. So one of my favorite articulations of this God dream for community comes from a letter to a church in this city in Asia Minor called Ephesus. It's from a a book, a letter to the Ephesians, and we find it in chapter 3, verses 17 through 19. Ephesians is associated with this guy named Paul who helped start communities of faith throughout the Mediterranean. And Ephesus, uh, in Ephesians, is this letter that he wrote to a new community of faith that was starting in Ephesus, a new community like this one, to encourage them and help shape them and help them grow in the Jesus way. And in it, he wrote out his prayer for communities, uh, his dream for it. And I think it reflects God's dream for all communities of faith and for us. And so this is kind of like a prayer that's prayed over us along the way. And so this is what the author of Ephesians writes, And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have the power, together with all the saints, to grasp how wide and how long, 
how high and how deep is the love of Christ. Isn't that beautiful? I think that reflects God's prayer for us and for this community, that we might know how wide and how long and how, how deep and how high that love is. And as we begin to grow from dream to reality, this community, I think, as we've been established and rooted in love, the stories of growth that have happened have helped us catch a glimpse of that kind of love. And in some way, for me, helped me believe in that dream with all that I am. So over the past month, we've been listening to stories of some of the stories of the community here in this place. And we've heard inspiring and moving, empowering stories that have helped us know more um, how wide and how long and how high and how deep that love is. And all these stories showed us uh, uh, so much about, how, about God's heart and about the community that's gathered. It also showed us that if I ever hand you a flyer at a rally or a march that you want to check the date before you show up. Um, that was Paige's story. Uh, you might want to go back and learn that one um, just so you can double check and make sure. So, um, so one of the stories that we heard was the story of Paige Dixon and how she eventually, despite the fact that I gave her the wrong date for our first Sunday, um, showed up here in this place and found uh, something beautiful and powerful. She found a relationship with a God who empowers all the parts of our lives. And she taught us that God's love is wider than the walls, infinitely wider than that. And we bear witness to the love of God everywhere we go. We also heard the story from Courtney Banatowski and her family. Their story reminded us that God's love is as long as our journey, and it even lives on in our kids' journeys, and with us every step of our life, and our questions and struggles, and with us always, and will be with us always. And reminds us of this hope that we have, that God's love in life does not end because it cannot end, that God's love wins. Uh, Nancy and Bob Voss, part of this community, reminded us of how high the calling is of God's love. As our song today sang in the song called Fragrant, that we're called to carry the peace into the places that we're most afraid to go. Nancy and Bob carry God's love into prison and into jail, opening their hearts in love for neighbor. And as they did that, they found that God filled their life with more love than they could ever have imagined. And we heard the story of Leighton Hernandez, who we met earlier today, who showed us that God's love for us is deep, that it is whole, it is complete, that embraces the entirety of who we are and our sacred beauty and our identity, that who we are matters, that God is working in our lives, that we might find holistic flourishing. And the deepest part of all is that God invites us to use who we are in fullness for the sake of the flourishing and the shalom of others, Leighton taught us. And that's what Leighton is headed off to do in the next phase of his life. And together, through these stories and through more that are flowing through this community, we've begun to see and maybe even catch a glimpse of just how wide God's love is, that it stretches to every person, how long it is that it is with us every step of our journey, no matter what, and how high it is that it calls us to a transformative way of life and love toward God, our neighbor, and ourself, and how deep that is, that it goes to the truth of who we are and the depth of our spirit, to that deep place where dreams come from. And that's what this faith community has begun to make real. And so I was listening to the, the stories of the community. One of the questions that I would ask the people who would sit up here with us is, you know, how did you find Open? And did the pastor give you the wrong date for the first Sunday? 
Then I'd ask, you know, how, what did it mean to find a place like this in your life and in your faith journey? And the answers that have come from that, of what it meant to find a place, to truly find God through a community like this, have been powerful. And so I've been thinking about my own answer to that question. What did it mean for me to find a place like you, like open, like us? And the first response when I think about that is one of deep and profound gratitude for you, uh, for your courage, your work, all that you are teaching me, for all the life and love and faith that I have found in this community through you, for helping me believe this God dream and believing it with me and for showing me the life-giving power of what a community could be. You have truly changed my life. See, I'm a pastor-type person. That's what I do with my day job. You can tell from the face mic that I wear on Sundays and from the dad jokes that I tell that that's just deep in my blood. But as a pastor, my call is to serve communities of faith. And honestly, because of of the hurt oftentimes that communities of faith have caused along the way, um, serving hasn't always been easy and something that I've wrestled with. I've often wondered how to serve faithfully in my time. But there was this dream in me, and a dream I heard articulated from you. I think it's a God dream that you helped me believe. What if, what if we built a different kind of a place? A community of healing and of helping of heart. A community where actions were more important than answers, where we are all embraced in our belovedness, and where our questions are invited into the conversation. In some ways, it is a community in the scope of our larger world, a community of resistance in some ways, but it is a community of insistence first, insistence that our God is love and that the good news of God is good news for everyone, an insistence that this matters, insistence that all people are children of God, beautifully and colorfully made of sacred worth and profound purpose, invited to find life and to help cultivate life in our world, insisting that we are invited to be rooted and established in a love that is so infinitely wide and long and high and deep that it must be divine. And so you've shown me what that kind of a dream looks like in reality, that is more true and more powerful than we could have ever imagined. And that it is more important in our time, I think, than we ever dreamed. That our love and our openness to God and to each other matters. And so that's the dream that you're living out that fills this place full. And so thank you profoundly for that. So this past week, as we've been reminiscing and, and uh, thinking back over the stories of this community, I, I went back and I found a post that I wrote on Facebook before Open started. I don't write a whole lot on Facebook, but I wrote a little bit about what the coming launch of this community meant to me. This is before we'd even opened the doors for the first time. This is kind of the story of how I got to Open. And so here's what I wrote in this post. So, that's how everything I do starts. So, so in two weeks, a faith community that Lindsay and I, Lindsay's my wife, Uh, Lindsay and I have been dreaming about, for maybe our whole lives, opens its doors for the first time. It's called Open Worship, a new faith community in Denton, launching Sunday, April 23rd at 11 a.m., and it is truly open to all people. We weren't sure whether anyone was going to show up that first Sunday, and so every time you talk to me, 
I would say, Sunday, April 23rd at 11 a.m., be there. Just had to throw that invitation out everywhere I went. And I went on and I wrote, Lindsay and I have dreamed of being a part of a faith community where everyone is welcome, no matter what. Where we could be a part in our family and friends who've sometimes struggled to find a welcoming place to explore their faith could be a part too. A place that was open in all that open means, no matter our age or our race, our gender, our creed, our identity, or orientation, or affiliation, no matter our doubts or question, no matter when kids won't sit still or when I have trouble sitting still sometimes too, no matter what, that everyone is welcome. Even more than just welcome, a community where everyone is valued as a child of God and invited to be open to God and to each other, to open our hearts and our minds, to not turn them off, and to be a part of making the world a better, more gracious kind and just, equitable and creative place together, especially in our diversity. I went on and said, my city of Denton needs a community like this. My family needs a community like this. I need a community like this. And little did I know just how much. I think the need that we feel is a resonant reflection of the open heart of the God we know through Jesus And it's just how a faith community is supposed to be. So helping build open alongside Lindsay and so many other people that we love has been one of the most amazing, collaborative, community-inspiring, creative, God-drenched projects. And it has all been for the purpose of creating a community where the radical love of God can be experienced, grow, and bring life and good to our world. And then I concluded, if you're around the area and you're looking for a place come gather with us at Sycamore and Locust. I really wasn't sure whether anybody was going to show up. I had to just say the address over and over again. It will not be perfect, but it will be full of grace. There'll be community, and there'll be coffee, and creative stuff for kids, and a chance to connect with a God who loves us all. So that's what I wrote the Friday before Open launched. And it's amazing to look back on those initial dreams. I had no idea what was in store for us and the stories that God would birth through this place. But looking back, I see that everything that we all hoped and dreamed and prayed and worked for for so long, through God at work in you and through you, has begun to come to life. This community of Open has been one of, has been the most life-giving and fulfilling, inspiring seasons of ministry on my journey that I've ever had the privilege of being a part of. Your sincerity, your seeking, your authenticity, your depth, your courage, your creativity, your love has given me life. I've asked so many questions of my own pastoral calling along my journey, and God at work in you has answered them for me. That a community of faith can be a force for good in our world. That God can move among our questions and our sinking and hold us even when we can't hold it all. That when we open our hearts to God and to each other, to our world, that God fills that openness with love. And that in this time of struggle for, for the larger Methodist denomination, that our insistence matters even more. That there are people in this world and in our community who seek encourage and hope and insistent love, that there is a God who is love and a faith community that reflects it. 
I believe these things to be true and will for the rest of my life because I have experienced them and seen them in you, open, and in your stories and in who you are and in who God within you is. So thank you for that. This little dream didn't begin with us. I think it began with the heart of God way before we ever began. And so this dream began hopeful because we knew the goodness of our God. But looking back, I think the outcome is inevitable because we are rooted in a love that's bigger than us, that must be divine, a love that wins. And so to catch a glimpse of what might be inevitable, of what just might lie ahead, I want to point us back to that prayer that Paul, the author of the Ephesians, wrote in 3, 17 through 19. I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints, with all of us in this thing, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And then he keeps going, and he writes this. Now, to God, who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to the power that is at work within us. That's what lies ahead. Immeasurably more. And God has done so much more than we asked or imagined in this short time of Open's existence. The dream was just the beginning, we see. The dream of what Open will become is possible in the power of a loving God who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. There's so much more to do, and we're excited about what lies ahead. There's so much ahead, especially in our work and our community and in our community together and in the church at large. But we know this, that what God is bringing to life here in you and through you matters, that it is so incredibly important for all of us and for those that we bear witness to the love of God to. And so we know that this is our time right now through our lives and through our love, that we have an opportunity to be a part of God making something new in our church and in our community, in our generation. And this world needs that, just like we need that, that it matters. And so in the work that lies ahead, as we stretch out toward what is immeasurable and unimaginable, we need you. We need your story and your voice. We need your dream, your conviction and your courage and compassion and creativity, your unique reflection of the image of God, that we might glimpse the immeasurable God who loves us all. And together, you and I and all of us and many more will be the church of a God whose welcome is for all, with a renewed conviction and sacred vocation to be open to God and to each other. That is the dream that fills this place, fills our world through you and the calling of this community and our lives and our work right now. This is our time. And so what lies ahead, we cannot imagine. We know summer lies ahead and some awesome opportunities to connect in community. And in the fall, as we gather with students that are coming in and, and people who are come, families that are coming back into the rhythm of school and for all of us, we know that. But what God will do through it is unimaginable. But I know as I look back on the way that God has shown up and grown life and love in this place, that I know that it will be good and that it will be love and that it will be immeasurably more than we can imagine. It will be good and full of life and love 
and openness, just like this community is. And so friends, as we step out into this next year in the life of Open, I cannot wait to dream and to make and to build this with you. Let's pray together. Gracious God, thank you for the stories of this place, for the story of life and community. God, the story of the thousand ways that your glory shows up in us all. God, thank you for the people of this community and the way that they've opened themselves to you and to each other, that we might be the community that you are building in this place to reflect your love and your life in our world. God, thank you for each one of them and all that they've taught me and the way that they've helped me glimpse and believe just how wide, how long, how deep, and how high is your love. We've only seen a glimpse, but as we go, God, help us to be people who choose to walk in your love, to love our neighbor, to love you, and to rest in your love for all of us. God, we pray this in your incredible name. Amen.